Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We, we try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. Today's episode of The Big Chat is rather special, which is why we're giving you a few extras this week. One of the things that I've done throughout my time in business is quite naturally given advice, business mentored and supported those that might be starting up new business ventures, existing entrepreneurs, business owners. And more recently, I've embarked on a life coaching career as well. The people you'll listen to in today's episode are individuals that I did work with and coached for a period throughout the pandemic. And what was amazing to me is that coaching people who want to do the work really does bring out the best, brings out their own brilliance, reveals their own power, ignites extra enthusiasm and also enables people to have insights that sometimes we all get a bit stuck and we don't necessarily see the way through, can't always see the wood from the trees. And a simple thing like sitting with someone and talking through, working with some processes and exploring different techniques can really open up opportunities and excitement and ignite businesses again. So I really hope you enjoyed today's episode as these guys really put in the work and really deserve the success that they're now seeing. So enjoy today's episode of The Big Chat some very special coaches of mine. Hello, I'm Nicole and welcome to The Big Chat. And today I'm talking to someone very special to me. Her name's Gemma and she runs Your VPA. And I was very lucky to actually um, give Gemma a little bit of coaching. So I'm sure you're going to be just as taken with her enthusiasm as I was. Hello, Gemma. Hello. Hello. It's so nice to meet you in person and be, honestly, it's so good to be at the house. I mean, let's be honest, it's been a tough year. But no, it's just stick with it. Nice to meet me in person. Nice to meet you, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, it's incredible. We had a few weeks of chatting on Zoom, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yes, so we actually, um, Gemma, you 
joined part of my coaching program mm-hmm. that was in lockdown. Yes. Yeah. And we sort of found each other through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And then that was how we sort of met. Yeah. And then we, yeah, we did. That was it. The rest we hit of it history, off. really. Yeah. We hit it <laughs> off. We did. You're very enthusiastic and positive. Yes. And, you know, it was great. And I really did enjoy, you know, I miss our sessions. I do. 100%. I, I do. really enjoyed it. And, you know, you just, I just think you're fabulous. So oh. for those who don't know, uh, VPA, your VPA is your company name. Yes. But tell people what that means. So your VPA is a virtual assistant business. So I started um, last year, late last year, and I've been a personal assistant for over 12 years now. I got made redundant in the summer, which actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise because it meant I could spend more time with my little boy. And I thought, wow, what am I going to do? So the next progressive step with me in the middle of a pandemic was set up your own business. So (laughs) I know people are thinking, are you crazy? Like, is this the right time? But I I love a challenge. Mm -hmm. And as you said, I'm very passionate about what I do. I love what I do. I didn't want to change that. So I thought, you know what? If other people can do it, surely I can do it. So I set up my own business. And this year, really, from January is when it's kind of gone from strength to strength. So I've I've met yourself, which has been amazing. You know, I've networked my butt off to try and get my business name out there, get myself out there, get my personality across. it's just been growing and growing and growing and it's so far so good don't get me wrong it's been tough it has been tough um but I just love it I love helping people that is one thing about me I genuinely love to help people you know being able to carry on doing what I'm doing and have the passionate um the passion and you know my skill set and strengths and and just help business owners across Kent that you know it's my dream really you've got very big heart oh Thank you. We'll get all emotional, <laughs> you I and I. I said to myself, I'm not going to cry. You have a habit already, of making me cry. I know. I've already, like, anyone that wants to be coached by me. Yeah. I had this with Alison Abel. The ready. It's literally, I just bring on the tears. Yes. And then I get them myself. But yeah. you do. You have a really big heart. Oh, and you love... You. So... Your, I mean, obviously I have a bit of an inside information, mm-hmm. but your real passion about being, you, you know, doing your VPA came mm-hmm. from, you You were a PA mm-hmm. for, you were for a long time. You mm-hmm. have a son. I do indeed, He's yeah. only, how old? He's 19 months now. So he's a real little bubba. He is, yes. And so, you know, let's, let's credit where credit's due. When you started to do this a year ago, mm-hmm. he wasn't 19 months. He yeah. was much younger than that. Yes. And we were just about to go into a pandemic. So it was mm-hmm. incredibly bold that you mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. But it was also, it came from working for other people and seeing seeing what a great help you could be. Yes. But wanting more, was it more flexibility or what was it that wanted made you really want to do it? I think obviously getting made redundant was the real push. Yeah. Um, so I'd looked for jobs in an office environment because that's what I'm used to, but there just wasn't anything part-time around at, at that time. And I thought, well, how am I going to juggle being a mum mm. and carrying on doing what I love? So I thought, well, actually, the virtual assistant side will do both. Yeah. So it means that I can tailor my working day around my son um, and have that flexibility, I guess, to still kind of do what I love, but do it you know, with the sideline of, of, of being a mummy as well. Well, not the sideline, obviously, that's more important. But yeah, it, it has, as I say, it has been tough because I'm used to going out to work in, in an office environment. Um, and I'm having to suddenly juggle that at home and motherhood. But yeah. you know what? I'm so resilient. I love a challenge. And, you know, as I say, I get to do what I love. So yeah. It's just win all round, really. And you're great, and you love people. I love people. I love meeting people. I've hated lockdown. Mm. I've absolutely hated it because I'm a people person. Mm. You know, and Zoom and Teams and everything is great. Don't get me wrong, the technology, you know, that we have is amazing to be yeah. able to see. But it's not the same. No. It's just not the same. Like seeing you here today in the flesh, it's just not the same as seeing you on Zoom. Yeah. Um. So for me... I, I haven't got my filter. 
for a start. <laughs> you don't need it. You do not need it. You're She's gorgeous. saying all the right things. She's she can gorgeous. come back. But um, it's but it's true. You know, yeah. it's, it's very it is very different. And actually, mm. sort of for the for the six of you that I coached, mm. it was strange because I'd never met any. Well, no, there was a couple that I'd met because I knew previously. But actually, a few of you I'd never met. Mm. And um, you know, to to sort of meet you again. Mm. But you know, you you still get that feeling, but it's yes. not the same as seeing no. someone in person. Well, you can just sense their personality yeah. more, I think, in person. And you yeah. can sense the warmness of them. You can yeah. sense that, you know, you're really going to get on with that person and like that person. And for me, it is just, it is more personable. Yeah. You know, there is no better feeling than meeting someone new for the first time in the flesh rather than over Zoom or Teams. But that being said, yes. VPA, which is virtual, <laughs> virtual. PA, yes. <laughs> yes. which means that you don't have to be no, you in don't. person. I guess one thing that does stand me apart though from other VAs is that I am willing to travel to people's mm. offices and I am willing to go to meetings and go to events and because as I say I'm a people person mm. I love doing that I love getting out meeting new people being in different environments you know um, doing different things so I guess that's one slight thing that sets me apart from others is that I am prepared to actually venture out the house and do things like this so amazing and what and so what industries have you predominantly worked in throughout your career Oh, okay. So insurance is a big one. Insurance mm. is probably the biggest one. So I spent um, six or seven years with a company called Towergate. And then my most recent role that I got made redundant from was market study insurance. Mm. I was there just under five years. Um, so predominantly insurance, but I've also worked for house builders. I've worked for um, an osteopath school. I've, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on, really, because you just... I think when you're a personal assistant and if you do it well, like I think I do, you're adaptable. Mm. You can kind of turn your hand to any kind of, um, you know, uh, company or, or industry. Um, and you can also then um, adapt your working style to suit different bosses because that's one thing I have had to learn. You have to be a chameleon in this game because everybody has different personalities. They have different ways of working. They like things done a certain way. And I have to go in and very quickly learn that and just adapt and, and fit in with them because, you know, I'm here for them at the end of the day. And that you must have stories you could tell. Oh, lots. <laughs> we'll save lots. that for another, yeah, another time, maybe off air. After hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. but that, but like you say, being a chameleon and having to be sort of really adaptable. Yes. That's, yeah, that, that is a big deal actually, mm. isn't it? Because actually you are going to have so many people. I mean, some people have got thousands. You mentioned about some emails. Some yes. people have, I mean, yeah. if you saw my inbox, <laughs> it might give you slight sort of anxiety because there's a, a lot a in lot. there. But then some people might be really, really rigid yes. and, and go through that. Yeah. But all kinds. So how do, you, how do you get quickly to, have you got any sort of secrets on how you quickly figure out or do you, is that just an instinctual thing that you get I think get it's, very yeah, quickly? it's something that I've just learned over the years. And I've learned that you have to very, very quickly in some instances, because some of the people I've worked for have been very... Um, challenging shall we say yeah and you have to learn just to go in suss out how they are what they like mm -hmm. um what they don't like more importantly um their communication do they like you to email them do they like you to go in their office in person do they like you to call I mean there's so many different factors but I've just learned as I say over the years working for the high level people I have done is that you just tailor your approach so very quickly within sort of two or three weeks I'd say I I suss out that person and I know what they like and what they don't like and also it's about asking questions so don't be afraid to ask questions if you're yeah. really not sure what's the worst that's going to happen they're going to say no don't be silly I don't like that okay mm. well I can learn from that and then yeah. I can move on but if you don't ask I'd rather ask and get it right than yeah. not ask and get it wrong I think that's one thing I, I think that's a really good thing to say actually because a lot of people don't want to ask yeah. because they don't want to seem like 
I mean, no one knows everything no, of straight not. away. No, that would just be ridiculous. And I think as There'd well, be nothing to learn. Of course, and <laughs> where I've worked for, as I say, quite high level people, COOs, MDs, you know, directors of companies, they can seem quite scary, intimidating to some people. But I think the edge of me is that I'm quite confident. Mm. You know, I'm not afraid to go in that office and ask that question because, as I say, I'd rather get it right than get it wrong. Yeah. Um, and even if you know they're busy or you think that you've just got to go in, you've just mm. got to ask the question. So again, that's come over time. Obviously, you don't go into this industry and be super confident you, you know it comes um over the years and over time but yeah I just love what I do and as I say I think it shows in my passion and enthusiasm for the role and also you must just get to really sort of I mean as we do at Chatty where we sort of do marketing and PR and we add on to people's businesses mm-hmm. you're like you become yeah, an extension of, of their business yeah. and everything that they're doing exactly yeah so you get a real bird's eye view mm-hmm. of what those companies are doing and what those people are doing yes which must be really interesting. Yeah, well, you've hit the nail on the head. You do become an extension of that person. So mm. you are, you know, their right-hand woman, if you like, or, you know, you're the, you're the face of them when they're not around. You, you answer emails on behalf of them. You answer the telephone. You speak to their clients. So you've got to be professional. You've got to be personable. You've got to be engaging. People have got to want to talk to you. Um, also, an important thing, they're going to, people need to trust you. Mm. They need to trust that you're going to do a good job. They need to trust you as a person. They need to trust your skills. Um, and that, again, is one thing that I've learned. You know, I, I definitely am a very trustworthy person. I mean, some of the stuff I've had to deal with in my time, people's salaries, bonus information. Yeah. You know, you can't get to where I have got without having that trust. And, you know, it just, otherwise I wouldn't have got to where I am today. Um, and that must be hard. I mean, like, you know, how do you, t- I mean, I don't know if I, I remember once many moons ago that I actually found out that someone on the same level of me in sales mm-hmm that wasn't doing as well as me in sales, this is way back in the day when I was when I worked in a company, that they were getting more than me. They mm-hmm. got they got a pay rise, yes. significantly more than me. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I mean, I realise now that they made more noise than me because I, I tend to like to people to reward me without having to ask. ask yes. But I remember at the time, I mean, I kicked off. I wasn't mm. very happy about that. Was you he male have... just out of interest? No. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't. But okay. but it was but it was an interesting one. It was an interesting one. But so I don't know how good I I get a bit emotional. Yes. You know, I'll be I'll be honest about it. Mm-hmm. I, I might take that a bit personally. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll be able to handle seeing all these other things. I'd almost you know ignorance is bliss for me sometimes. That's a super skill I'd say yeah. that you have to have as a as a PA, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because we you've have got to be resilient. Yeah, you have to be resilient. And as I say, I've worked for some really difficult people where they're just not my type of person you know I'm very warm friendly personable some of these directors they don't have maybe the time to be like Mm. that so it's very you know they're very abrupt they're very direct to the point Mm. and I've learned again very quickly that it's not personal no they just want you to do a job you know do a really good job and and go home you know they don't have the time to really get to know you personally or get to know your family or what you do at the weekends and I've learned that's fine as long as I'm doing a good job for them I can deal with that as I say, it's different personalities. You've just got to fit in around them. And you know, ultimately, when you're when you're being a VPA as well, like when you're when you're doing that job, mm. you might be working with lots of different people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can't necessarily get. It's not like if you were working five days a week for one specific one person. person and you were embedded in. It would be nice to think that they'd ask how your family are, of course, or that they might say, "Would you like to go out for lunch one day yeah. or something?" Yeah. But I guess if you've got lots of different clients. Mm-hmm then you're not going to, that level of warmth, it becomes, yes. but you're still very personal, aren't you? Do you know what? I'm never going to change. Like some people say, oh, you know, do you, 
I don't know, do you feel like your personality is a bit too much when you're on networking? Do you feel like you're too enthusiastic? Or too bubbly? Well, some people have <laughs> because, you know, certain um, times, you know, you need to be very professional and very... But I just think, you know... I'm too old now. I am who I am. I'm not going to change. So certain people will suit working with me more than others. And that's mm. absolutely fine. I think that's why there's maybe been kind of an influx, if you like, of VAs at the moment. I think a lot of people have been made redundant. Admin staff are always the first to go, unfortunately. Um, and, and as I say, there has been an influx of VAs. But all of us are different. We all offer different skills. We all offer different services. We all have different personalities. We all work for different kinds of sectors, industries, people. Um, so I'd like to think that there's enough to kind of go, go around, around yeah. and be shared out. And and also I think doing what I do, I get to pick who I work with, which is the brilliant thing. So if I have a one-to-one with someone and I think, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to help you or I think you're too stuck in your ways or you're not going to learn to trust me and let go or our personalities just... I have the beauty to say, look, thank you very much, but actually this one's not for me. And Where- that's very, very good sense to do that. Yeah. I think, you know, in business, when you start to actually say no to things that... Because there's nothing wrong with that. We're no, all different. Yeah. We all have different approaches yeah. and we all have different responses. And I mean, how many times have people gone for a job? The interview's gone great. You get the job. You're, ama- you're super excited and amazing. You get in there and that person is so not what you expected. Yeah. And you think, what the hell have I done? Yeah. You know, what have I done? I've committed myself to this, you know, full-time permanent role. Mm. And I'm already thinking on day one or week one, this just isn't going to work. Um and it's happened to employers as well. They interview people, you're on your best behaviour and yeah. vice versa. They get in the role and they're no good. At least the beauty of what I do is that you can have that kind of initial one-to-one and have a chat with them and have a look at them on LinkedIn, have a look at their business, you know, suss them out a little bit. Try before you buy. 100%. Yeah. Because, yeah, I have, I have actually said those words to someone before. Mm. I've said... You're either going to be really good at selling yourself in the interview or yes. you're going to be really good at selling yourself like in the job. Mm. It's not not no. both because no. sometimes it is. And we don't often know, do we, until we actually get there, that's it. what the environment's mm. like. So mm. that's really lovely with what you do. Yeah. And it works well around your family. Yes, it does. And how have you found the last year? So you mentioned that you found it quite tough mm. with not having... You're very close to your family, aren't yes. you? Your mum is close. stunning. Oh, thank you. I mean, I My managed mom is to gorgeous. see her in the back of yes. Zoom one day and was like... <laughs> That's not she your is mum. A, yeah, she is a yummy mummy. She is a Am yummy I to use, use mummy. Am I milf? She's a milf? I, I mean, listen. Milf. But if she's your mum, but I mean, <laughs> I would say she's definitely a yummy mummy. She's, she's yummy mummy. She's beautiful, she as is. are you. But oh, she's, you. she, yeah, you've got really good, yeah. close family that and support you, know you, haven't you? Last March, my son was only five and a half months old when we went into lockdown. And it was such a massive shock for me not being able to see my family because as you say I'm so family orientated I'm so lucky that we get on so well we have a good laugh we love one another genuinely although we do aggravate one another from time to time but yeah not being able to physically see I think for I can't remember how many weeks now it was just soul destroying for me and we used to cry on on the phone and she was missing my son Max growing up and you know I remember when we first got to see one another again out of the lockdown and my son didn't really remember his nanny which was so sad because they quickly forget um and she was you know sad about that but obviously incredibly happy that we could see one another again but yeah no I did find it tough because as I say I'm a people person I like getting out and about I like seeing my family my friends and uh, I struggled at the beginning um, but then I guess as the year went on, I just thought to myself, do you know what? There's so many people worse off. There's people losing houses, people losing, you know, just lots of things. Family loved ones who are obviously dying from the most awful disease that we've um, all been going through. Um, 
so yeah I, I'm quite fortunate you know mm. luckily no one close to me has passed away from this my family's all still here I'm still in my home mm. you know my son is healthy I'm doing a job that I love so I just kind of learned that you know what stop kind of being down on yourself I'm not I'm, as you know I'm quite an upbeat positive person but I had to kind of slap myself out of it a couple of times because I I found it tough and I'm not that type of person so for me to find it tough other people just you know I think everyone's found it tough yeah. in different ways haven't they and I think that's yeah. the thing and just I think also and we've talked about that a lot when we've been with guests where mm. just because you're someone that's really upbeat and positive and sees the best in things doesn't mean that you don't have the same no. emotions as everyone else yeah and that if you find things hard mm. You know, we still have a heart. Of course. We still have feelings. Yeah. We might show them in different ways, mm. but it doesn't mean that it's not there. Yeah. And I think for you as well, you've, you, you know, like you say, because mm. you've always been very positive and upbeat, mm. that's possibly been quite hard just to sort of manage that. Yes. But you've started a business. I've come out the other side. You've come out the other side. <laughs> still smiling, still and happy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. for certainly for employees like me who now come coming out of lockdown and I mean, I tend to have a big team that work, a lot of them are freelance and mm-hmm. we've, we've always worked that way at Chatty. I've always wanted to, to have that flexibility in my company for me and for, for the guys that work for me and have done regularly for years and years and years. Mm. I think more and more people are going to work like that now yes. than they did before because mm-hmm. people do have different jobs. You yes. know, people that work for me have different jobs and we all have different projects that we're getting on with. Yes. And I think there is now that there's home, you know, people are going to be at home more. Mm-hmm. There is going to be even more of that flexibility. Yes. Making there a bigger need. I love need. that word. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. That but- is what I'm about. I mean, you have literally hit the nail on the head again. Why hire a full-time person when you don't really need a full-time person? You know, you've got all the extra benefits that come with it. The holiday, the sick pay, the pension, the NI. Whereas somebody like me, you literally pay for the hours you use. Mm. So it's it, actually, I read a really interesting fact, fact that it's up to three times cheaper to hire somebody like me mm. than it is a full-time or part-time member of staff. I mean, that surely just speaks volumes to business owners, especially at the moment because their businesses have been hit they've probably lost income they're maybe a bit scared of taking on staff at the moment in case we suddenly go into another lockdown and their business suffers again so yeah that flex having that flexibility is a major major selling point for somebody like me offering it to business owners well totally and I mean you know I've I've run a business for the last eight years on that being Mm. a flexible marketing Mm. PR house that Mm. literally adds on Mm. and it's been that I was Mm. always like go in and say to people you don't want to spend this much money on a marketing manager. No. Well, you can have me and my team yeah. for a fraction of the cost yeah. and we can work flexibly alongside you. Mm. And that's what we've done. Mm. And that's what we've done. You know, there's a whole other side of Chatty that does that still very well for yeah. people. And I think it's great that these opportunities are opening out for lots of other people too. Yes. Um, I know I might be using your services at some point <laughs> in the future. How about the... Uh, yeah, I mean, how about the... Um, the coaching we did. What did you learn about yourself? We don't have to go into too much detail. No, because I, I don't want to cry. It. <laughs> we don't want you to cry. Only happy tears. Happy tears here today. You really, you, you had happy tears. I did have happy tears. I think what I learned was that there were a few wounds, shall we say, from past um, experiences that hadn't maybe been healed enough and I think when you actually really open up and talk to somebody like yourself who's an expert in it and you drag those feelings it actually makes you um kind of get over that that hurt a little bit more whereas I I'm the type of person where I just bury it I bury it deep down and then all of a sudden it will come to the surface and boil over the top and I'll have a massive kind of cry or mini meltdown about it and and actually through your coaching sessions it's learned me actually that by talking about things more 
you can actually feel a lot happier in yourself in the long run and actually deal with them rather than, as I say, just bury them. There's no shame no. in having sort of experienced things that no. other people... And actually, I think when you talk to other people, then they're kind of like, they can relate to you more. Yes. Because they're like, well... Uh, yeah. Because the things that you, we talked about mm. were really quite easy to work through mm. once we knew what they were. Yes. But when you push them down, mm. it, it does, like you say, it's like it's like a volcano, yes. isn't it, waiting to explode yeah. mm. because there's just the enormity of it. But yes. actually when you work through things, you're like, oh, actually, okay, yeah. that wasn't great, but I'm like that because of that, that, yeah. that. And I don't really want to be like that again, so I won't do that. So yeah. you've actually learned a lot more about uh -huh. how you can be going forwards in business as well, I would say. Yeah, I would say so. So I would say, you know, if a difficult situation came up, I could just deal with it straight away. Yeah. Don't kind of put it off. Don't, don't. Eat because, your frog. Yeah, exactly. I love that saying. Eat your, I've never heard that. There's a whole frog. book somewhere. Okay. But eat I'm your frog. Have to look that. Yeah, it's like, it's like doing the worst job first. Yeah. Because the thing is, nobody likes confrontation, nobody likes conflict, nobody likes dealing, you mm. know, with certain situations. We kind of tend to push it away. Whereas actually, if you just deal with it head on straight away, you can still be professional, you can still be nice, but you then don't get all that worry and that build up because it's done. It's, you know, it's dusted. Mm. You can move on and focus on the next thing. And so. I think uncertainty as well, isn't it? It's that yes. we all build up in our minds mm. sort of what things, the outcome's going to be, mm. how it's going to turn out. Yes. And that uncertainty and that not knowing yeah. and that pressure, mm -hmm. actually when you do something half mm. the time, it's not half as bad. No. As and you think. why have loads of sleepless nights as you say worry? Because I'm one of those. If something's on my mind, mm. I wake up in the middle of the night and I think about it and it goes all around my head, then I can't get back to sleep. And actually, if you just deal with it straight away and head on, it's so much better for you mm. mentally. I mean, obviously at the minute, every you know, the mindset is such a big thing for people. We've just had mental health week. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have struggled during this last year. And, you know, as I say, I'm quite fortunate that I'm very much a car, cup kind of, you know, half full rather yeah. than half empty type of girl. Yeah. Um, so I am very positive and upbeat. But yeah, I, I, I've had times where I've struggled. But yeah, the coaching definitely has helped. And yeah. the running machine. Running. <laughs> you got yourself uh, a running machine, didn't I did, you? I did, yeah. I'm running three times a week now. That's amazing. I'm up to three and a half K without stopping, which is amazing. I know people were watching this and think, oh, well, I can do 10 K. Well, that's great. Great for you. But, you know, I've had a child. The gyms have been shut. I did try a bit of road running, but I put my hip out. So that wasn't Don't good. Do that. No. Um, <laughs> so I thought, you know what? With things being so uncertain, I'm just going to get a running machine. Because again, it fits in with my lifestyle. Yep. When my son's having a nap, I can do a run. If maybe I'm not quite busy at one day, I can do a run. I don't have to travel to a gym. I don't have to worry about the old bodybuilders in the mirrors, you know, looking at themselves, <laughs> kissing their pecs. I can just, you know, be myself at home, no makeup, hair up, do a run. Perfect. Yeah. And that's so important as well, yeah. isn't it? Exercise as Exercise. well. Again, healthy, healthy body, healthy mind. Yeah. So, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, the, I call it the double C, the COVID chub has um, creeped on over the last year, like so many people. So I'm back to slimming well, trying to address that, get healthier again, trying to be better with my eating. Yeah, Because as you say, it just all helps. You look glorious, my oh, love. You look you. glorious. You've got nothing to worry. <laughs> this, this CC thing. The double C, COVID chub. I mean, it's the I, I just as well, to, the COVID I just say to everyone that I haven't seen for a long time, I'm more Marilyn Monroe than Kate Moss these days, you know. Oh, no. I showed my film crew a, a picture of me earlier from a few years years ago he didn't even recognize me I was like that's what I used to look like when I was a yoga teacher but you know the thing is it's what's important is how yes. we feel exactly and actually 
how we think is 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 largely deals with how we feel but also yes. what we put in our body because we know if we eat junk mm-hmm. uh we just don't feel as good no so it's just like anything isn't it you feel it's good the at the time don't get me you wrong feel good at the time but, but then afterwards quickly. you feel like why did i eat that i yeah. stuffed my why did i have that extra chocolate bar or that extra bit of chinese you know yeah. so you do just end up feeling worse so actually yeah healthier eating better habits yes you can have treats i'm not going to be on a diet 24 7 who can i love chocolate like seriously i have a freddo a day at least one a day um freddo a freddo a day that big they are all right it just helps take the edge (laughs) off it takes the edge off um so yeah and yeah but the running has helped and and now i'm starting to eat a bit healthier again it just all helps it just helps you focus on what's important it helps you feel better some of my skinny jeans were getting tight and i thought i don't want to go up that extra size you know us women are like i'm not going up that extra size um and now the shops are open. I've got a wedding to go to in the summer. How so, exciting. Yeah, which is, oh, I love a good wedding. Because I'm at an age where I can't go clubbing anymore. It's just embarrassing that, you know, I'm like double the age of some of the people going clubbing. So a good wedding, I can have a good old dance and a drink, but be home by midnight. I mean, it's the, you know, like Cinderella. It's the perfect way to enjoy yourself. And are you looking forward to some other things this year? What about festivals and things like that? Do you like festivals? What? I love music, mm. but I hate festivals. And I tell you why, because I'm OCD and I can't stand, <laughs> I can't stand the mud, the mess, the dirt, oh, the grime. you a lovely pair of hunters and you, 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 you know, no. you're floral dressed in your hunters. You I can stay at a luxury hotel and then yeah. just go for the day and kind of, or a nice B&B. But yeah, for me, glamping or camping, no. Not for me. I, 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 I'm kind of with you on that one, mm. Liz. Yeah, but I do, I do. I mean, I'm looking forward to outdoor experiences again. Oh, yeah. I think as we all are. Because yes. I think, you know, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do our event this year. But there's a lot that's happening. And actually, because we're not doing our event, yes. I'm going to be able to go to a lot. Yeah. We're going to take the big chat to a few. So it's going to be it's going to be really good fun. So, so what are the sort of industries you'd like to get into? What are the sort of places you'd like oh, to I get into? I knew you were going to ask this. See, people, oh, what? The thing is that I don't like to limit myself. Is that a cliche question I just asked Well, no, it's not a cliche (laughs) question. But in the VA world, they always harp on about, you know, you've got to work for specific sectors. You've Mm. got to... And actually, I disagree. And the reason I disagree is because you don't want to limit yourself. Mm. As I say, I've learned over the years, I've worked for many different industries, many different types of bosses. I've learned to be adaptive. I've learned to be that chameleon. So if someone came to me and said, oh, I work, you know, I've had a a call, funnily enough, before I came here with a, a guy who runs his own IT business. So... You know, we're potentially going to be working together. I have worked kind of for IT, but with insurance before, so never standalone IT. But yeah, I just think as long as you can help the person, if yeah. you if you get a an idea from them of what they're looking for, what they need, how many hours they want, the the type of tasks they want you to to do, as long as it's within your remit, why not do it? Yeah. Um, I'm always very honest though. So like for instance, I don't do social media, I don't do websites. They're not the areas that I'm comfortable in. Mm. And there's other VAs out there that absolutely love doing that. And, mm. and that's what, you know, they make their business from. So I'd much rather recommend a VA that I know that does that than kind of struggle and offer a very mediocre and you're kind of great. product. You're, I, I love that about you because you always are, you always want to collaborate. You always want to help people. You're very yes. ha- happy to recommend people. Yes. You're you know you're very open like mm. that which i think you'll do really really well mm. and where and you do a lot of, you do a bit of networking don't you you like I do doing a, a lot bit of networking, networking. And you, yeah i mean and that's been online so is that yes. going to go is that going to be more of a, like face to face do you well, think yeah over the so funny weeks? enough i had my first face to face networking event last week yeah. um 
which is really good actually because again it's just so nice to see people in the yeah. flesh um and i think as more and more as lockdown um kind of eases and we get to that 21st of june i think later on in the year networking will just be in person i don't think mm. it will be over zoom or maybe it might be one week zoom one week in person one so there'll be a bit of flexibility there because people have got used to working at home as well don't forget yeah um and and they fit it in around their families and children so um but no i mean i'm a i'm a part of the uh, the bbn network i'm going to big them up at the minute it's brian's business network and i absolutely love it because it's just full of people like me yeah. really positive upbeat they're happy to support you they're happy to like your linkedin post your twitter post happy yeah. to recommend and refer you um so that has been a big one for me and i thoroughly enjoyed it and then occasionally i will join other events that i see and you know chamber of commerce and yeah, just if I get invited to ones, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that because I just like to get myself out there and you never know who you're going to meet and who's mm. going to see you that maybe hasn't seen you before because LinkedIn's a massive platform. Yeah. You know, and there's so many VAs on there at the minute. As I say, there's been a massive influx. So, you know, unless you get yourself out there, you're mm. not going to stand out from the crowd. No, absolutely. So, And you do, I, I really do love the fact that you do just put yourself out there. Mm. You really do. You talk to people. You're always really open to new experiences mm. and I think you're going to do very very well oh, thank you. if people want to find out about you mm. where are they going to go well, where are they going to go well where I have a website go? yeah so www.yourvpa.co.uk I'm yeah. on LinkedIn yeah. Gemma Oliver yeah. I'm also on Twitter um and just you might see me pop up in networking because it's might. very it's very funny you you kind of networking is kind of um yeah, you see the same faces occasionally pop up. And um, as I say, the chap that I spoke to earlier today, he's seen me on about three or four networking events. And then he saw me at one last week and he thought, oh, I remember her. She's yeah. a VA. She's quite local to me. I'm going to set up a call. So that's how it works. People yeah. don't necessarily remember you the first time, mm. but by the second and third time, and you do your, you know, your 45 or your minute pitch, I think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on a website. I'm going to, you know, connect with her on LinkedIn. I'm going to see what she's about. And then I might, you know, organise a one-to-one. Yeah. So they can get in touch with you that way. Yes. And what would be your advice to anyone out there who may be similar to yourself, mm-hmm. who's got a young family, who's been through this pandemic, maybe been made redundant, mm-hmm. trying to find work, and is thinking about doing it on their own? Yes. What would be your words of wisdom? Okay. Your so closing words of wisdom, my Gemma. Closing words I of know wisdom. you've got them. I do. <laughs> well, you say that. I'm not an expert at being a VA or PA. I don't pretend to be. I love what I do, and I think that's more important. Just from your heart. From no my pressure. heart. So I would say you've got to be confident you've got to be outgoing because you're going to have to put yourself in situations where you're standing up in front of a room of 40 50 people Mm -hmm. and selling yourself for a minute and that isn't an easy thing to do if you're you know kind of really shy and quiet so maybe practice you know practice makes perfect doesn't it so you know I wouldn't have for instance been able to come in and chat to you back in late of last year or even early really I don't think I would have done to be honest because I think that's amazing then well done you yeah I think it kind of you know you're you're confident grows and as my business grows like has grown my confidence has grown and yeah I guess also don't be doing this thinking it's going to be an easy ride Mm. it's hard work it takes a lot of determination dedication grit resilience because you're going to get knocked back um there's a lot of competition out there as well at the moment so I would say don't focus on the competition like I haven't really looked at any other VA's websites I haven't looked on their LinkedIn because you want to be unique you want to be you believe yeah 100% Mm. you've got to be your own brand and your own person if you start looking at what everyone else is doing it's going to send you crazy because you're going to think oh well they're better than me I'm not going to do you can't think like that you've got to just go out there and think right 
what are my key sca- um, selling skills? What are, what are my um, skills? What am I good at? What do I like doing? Who do I want to work with? How am I going to get there? Have a bit of a plan. Also, I would say spend time on your website. Spend time on your brand. Really mm. think about, because that's that's you, isn't it? Yeah. It's you as a person. Yeah. People are going to go on that website, go on that LinkedIn and read a bit, and they're going to decide in an instant whether they can work with you or not. So if it isn't up to scratch or it's very half-assed done and you haven't put a lot of effort into it, it's going to show. People mm. aren't going to come to you. Mm. So, yeah, I spent three months last year before I even started networking, doing my website, my branding, everything like that, so that I was ready and raring to go. So if you have that flexibility where you can afford to do that, because not mm. everyone can, but if you can afford to do that, that's my one bit of advice. And yeah, just as I say, it's not going to fall in your lap. Getting clients isn't easy. You know, I've been going since January. I've got one retainer client. I've got a couple that use me ad, ad, um, ad hoc. And I've got a few more potentially, you know, in the bag, so to speak. But it takes a lot of hard work to get there. And it does take time. And there's a yes. great guy who I don't know if you follow on uh, LinkedIn at all, Stephen Bartlett. He's the guy that's just chain. become the Dragon's Den. He's Dragon's it? Den. Yeah, he shared yeah. a post yesterday. Mm. I think he's amazing. Mm. And he shared a post yesterday and it was a clip of 10 years ago yes, where he put that. a Twitter post out saying, wouldn't it be amazing if I could get onto Dragon's Den? Mm. And then next to it was 10 years later, he's one of the Dragon's Den. Yeah. It literally, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's, but that's 10 years. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing. Go for your dream. Yes. Dream big. Mm-hmm. But don't beat yourself up if it doesn't no. happen instantaneously. It's I never mean, going to. We've only been doing these chats for six months. That's mm. it. And mm. we just... You just, I think, you know, like you say, put all, get all your ducks in line. Yes. Do it properly. Present yourself the way you want people to see you yes. and the way you want to be seen. Yeah. And then just go for it. Then go for it. So. I mean, what's the worst going to happen? I mean, yes, we're in the middle of a, a pandemic. Yes, you know, it would be easier. You know, people have said to me, wouldn't it be easier just to go get an office job? Mm. Yeah, of course it would. But the difference is I won't get to see my son grow up. So, you know, I'm going to... don't think you'd be glowing quite as much as you're glowing. I don't think I will be, to be honest. And I can pick and choose who I work with. I can make sure their personalities suit me. I can make sure they're nice, good, honest people that I Mm. want to work for. And I can fit it in around my son. So, yes, it's not easy. It is the harder route. Mm -hmm. But I think long term, ultimately, I am going to be much happier doing this. You are. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to see you happy. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and chatting. Thank you for having me. Me. Thank you very much. I mean, we 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 are going to chat much more yes. and it's been great to connect with you in many ways. Yes. But thank you for coming on the big chat oh, and sharing you your me. infectious enthusiasm <laughs> with everybody. And if everyone like anyone needs a VA, speak to this woman because she's awesome. So I'd love to help. So get in touch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gemma. Thank you. Thank you.